Welcome to the Happily Married and Love podcast with your hosts, Michael and Sherry Barnes. Hey, this is Michael. And Sherry. And we are back and we wanted to talk about some of the things that guys love, but you as females didn't necessarily expect it or even know about it. Mm-hmm. You know, because sometimes men aren't the best communicators. Right. Or sometimes you all aren't taking enough time to, to listen because we're always listening to you. Because if we're good <laughs> listeners, we're listening to you. <laughs> But you don't come back and ask us, you know. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's do that. We got a list here, Sherry, so kick us off. Yes. Now, while she's doing that, we do realize that we're, we're, we're casting like a broad net because obviously this doesn't apply to everybody because even as we were going through it, there's stuff that doesn't apply to me, mm-hmm. you know, but uh, but we can't just say a wholesale because you're a guy. Yeah, that, that's spot on for them. And sometimes I'm like, nah, maybe not. But it's a great conversation starter. So, you know, ladies, if you're out there and you've got a guy who isn't listening um, to this podcast, first of all, get him on the podcast, get him listening to it. But then these are questions you guys can use when you're, you know, on your date time mm-hmm. or just trying to adore over lunch or dinner. But, you know, these are questions you can ask. Cool. Okay. All, all right. right. So what's your first one? We love it when you laugh. All right. So this is what guys will say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, yeah. I mean, it beats, you know you guys being upset and fussing or nagging yeah we'd rather you laugh than nag mm-hmm. okay. or laugh or you know complain so yeah I would say so we love your nurturing side so what does that mean uh it's talking about you know um a back rub after a long day um some men have a little soup when they're sick or a hug when they're down you know, it could be that uh, you just love it when your partner takes care of you. Okay, so that's so the nurturing that, side. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So if you're raising kids, you know, the kind of the nurturing you kind of give the kids, you you can adjust it for an adult male. Is that something that men, men, or I should say, your spouse likes? Um. Yeah, I would say so. I mean, if, if you're taking care of the kids and the dog better than you are us, then, then there's a little bit of concern. <laughs> you know? Wow. You take more care and with the laundry, you know, mm-hmm. then, yeah, we're, we're mm-hmm. going to be concerned about that. But I think there's a balance. Some guys absolutely love it. As you know, over the years, I'm not, I've never been that kind of just nurturing baby kind of thing. You know, your early years. Especially when you're sick. Yeah, I was about to say that. There's times in the past when I've gotten sick. Well, first of all, I don't like being sick, and I was trying to shorten that process as much as possible. But you mm-hmm. were trying to help, and I'm like, eh, okay, yeah, good. But I'm, you know, and but I've learned over the years that that's a blessing that you're there to try to help nurture that I need to take advantage of in a mm-hmm. good way, mm-hmm. you know. So I'm glad that you have realized that after all these years. So what makes you glad about it? So I don't just disappear because you're being grouchy, you mean? <laughs> See, you added uh, grouch. That's a way to... Mm-hmm. <laughs> you added grouchiness to mm-hmm. it. Well, okay, if I was sick and, I, and my head was hurting or my back was hurting, you know, pain can kind of change a person. That, that's no excuse. But grouch, dang. Really? <laughs> You've been watching too much Sesame Street. That's mm-hmm. what's up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next, the next point is... Uh, what what is your thoughts on cuddling? Do you love us as wives to cuddle you, you know, your husband? 
<laughs> I'm laughing because I'm thinking about the last podcast. Is that a non-sexual touch? What is it? <laughs> right. Um, so, you know, when you say cuddle, okay, that, you know, it's the only thing cuddling means, you know, from a guy's standpoint, what, okay, what, what's enough? What's not enough? What does that mean to you guys? Because cuddling, okay, if we're sitting there watching, say we're watching a movie or we're watching um, a streaming podcast, you know, you know, we're watching something and we're sitting there, mm-hmm. you know, just sitting there, we're sharing a blanket. That's cool. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I think there's that cuddling. Well, yeah, you know, we're, we're, we're together. And we're whatever we're watching, that's cool. So yeah. Now, there's other times it's like, uh, you know, if you're having a hot flash. Well. <laughs> I'm having a hot flash. Okay. Well, I mean, well, some of our audiences yes, is yes, in that age group. Yes, I have hot flashes. Yeah, yes. you know, you start sweating like. <laughs> so I'm like, no, mm-hmm. you need this. You need your space. <laughs> After it's over, you know. Give you a fan, you know, but then, yeah, but, <laughs> but I would say, yeah, most cases, yeah, we, we like cuddling. Okay. All right. The next one is, how do you feel about talking about your feelings? Um, how do I feel about talking about my feelings? You know, that's interesting because that's assuming that. As a man, I've learned one to become in touch, and I'm emotionally intelligent about what my feelings really are, mm-hmm. and I've got some vocabulary that I've built that I can help share what they really are, um, and I'm in touch with it. Um, sometimes I don't like talking about feelings because I'm like, eh, because I'm just kind of wired that way, mm-hmm. and I'm like, eh, you know. But um, I think for me and a lot of guys who are are, I don't want I don't want to make comes across as we're only analytical because we're not, you know. Um, I've got the left and right brain functioning pretty mm-hmm. pretty good, um, but not everybody's like that, you know. And it doesn't make me special, but it's like I've learned that over the years. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I guess sometimes you know, a, a husband who is listening or a guy is in a relationship maybe you know they're not married yet but they're dating or something he's learning that he's learning to listen and he's picking up the feelings and the words that yeah at some point we do like to talk about it because again as we're good listeners Mm -hmm. you guys are sharing from your heart and we're not answering for you (laughs) (laughs) you know you hear that you know it's not about the nail Mm -hmm. you know it's not about the nail Mm -hmm. you know um people get that if they look up the video of YouTube if you haven't seen that yet you need to go check that out um so I would say yeah to a certain point then sometimes no I don't because if if something's particularly made me upset sometimes I don't like to talk about it right then and there because I may not necessarily have the words for it and Mm -hmm. I don't want to say the wrong thing because I try to watch what I say Mm -hmm. so I would say if you had to put in a nutshell yeah but it depends Right, right. Did I answer your question? Or is that a long way around? Uh, No, it's okay. I'm just just letting, we're letting women know or wives know that sometimes your husband's not, not really able to talk about his feelings. Right. And that's okay because, you know, when he was little, 
He didn't do that. I mean, he did it as a child, maybe, but sometimes they don't. They just like I don't. I don't have anything to say about that. Yeah, you know, um, it was funny. We were watching this. Um, it was an Instagram earlier today where this this father was helping his kid. It was mm-hmm. great because uh, he's an African American father. He mm-hmm. was helping his son, one, identify that, one, you can cry. It's okay to cry. It's okay to have emotions. Emotions are fine. It's just what you do with them. Mm-hmm. And it depends on, like, my generation, we were still on that, that tail end of the generation before us where our parents were like, you know, real man don't cry. You know, real man don't, you know, shed tears. You know, um, I want to say kind of that, that dirty, hairy kind of, you know, uh, what's that guy, Bronson? Um, Charles Bronson. Charles Bronson, thank you. I mean, he was a tough guy. I mean, you could hit him with a brick and he wouldn't cry. <laughs> 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 that kind of thing. Now, off camera, he might be bawling his eyes out. <laughs> right. But, but, you know, we came out of a generation <clears throat> where our generation learned how that, hey, sometimes it is okay to cry. So it just it really depends. If you got a younger one, I think they're more in touch with their feelings than other ones. All right. Uh, how do you feel? It says, we love it when you listen. Absolutely. When you listen. <laughs> Actively listen. See how, see how he does. <laughs> see how he does. How we act. I'm asking him the question. And it's back to. Well, I'm like, responsive. Like we don't listen. No, I didn't say you don't listen. Mm-hmm. But we love it when you do listen. Listen effectively. Mm-hmm. When you're listening where you're not just waiting you know, it, it's okay. You and I are at this point where we've been married long enough that we know each other. But as a that's a kind of a double edged sword in that you can make the assumption that, well, I already know how he's going to say. I'm like, no, that's not what I'm talking about. You know, you and I will be talking like, OK, if you if you wait a minute, let me finish what I'm saying. Then you'll see. And then you're like, oh, OK, I would, you know, you made assumptions, you know, because, mm-hmm. again, going back to active listening, because as a good husband trying to listen <laughs> not trying to fix it <laughs> i'm not and, trying to fix it yeah, well sometimes females do sometimes sometimes males do too oh yeah yeah no, okay let's see man we need to measure your t- if your temperature is going up right now my temperature <laughs> is not going up i'm just saying i'm checking your face is she, she blushing what mm, what no no <laughs> but just, yeah listen to us yeah and really hear us out you know because Going back to some some guys, again, goes back to the last question. If they have they're learning or maybe they've never learned how to communicate their feelings. Mm-hmm. And then the time that they are trying to, if you're not really listening to them, that's only they're going to further shut down on you. You know, sometimes you see these movies and stuff where it's like, you know, you see the guy's got, a, you know, he won't let me in. You know, he's got walls up. Well, how well did you listen to him the last time? Okay. And I'm not trying to blame her. I don't want. I don't want anyone to get that, because very often that is, um, or maybe a guy family of origin. He grew up in a household where, especially the youngest child, very often gets lost. Where you know everybody's loud, and if they don't have a real loud voice, they can feel unheard. Mm-hmm. And if they continue that pattern, they will maybe not communicate. But yeah. But to answer your question, yes. I do enjoy when you're listening because you know, I don't know. I'm, I'm not always talking. <laughs> All right. Okay? Now my right. next comment is, 
It says we love it when we're needed. And you do you have some hesitation about that? We love it when we're needed. Um, okay, I'm, I'm going to throw out a term that some people may have heard about the Enneagram. It's another personality test. Uh, I was resistant to it, but one thing it did help me. I do understand about myself that I've got a lot of skills and talents. I do get called on quite a bit, but also I know where I measure my energy level. Mm -hmm. So there's times when I don't love it if I'm needed. Yeah, you know, but give me some examples. I I think he's he's missing some things here. He likes it when he's needed for his artistic ability that's different or that's different. he's he loves it when he can give a suggestion about some a decorating thing or color maybe it's dependent mm. it, it's dependent but see those are very specific things okay when you say if you need it around the house okay if you can't reach something at the top shelf yeah depends if i'm in the middle of something i'm like I bought you a step stool. You can't go get that and use it. I wouldn't be asking. Mm -mm. <laughs> right. no, I wouldn't be in the middle that. of something. Or it depends. But then there's other times I'm like, like I remember when I retired from helping people move. I don't love being needed. Okay. Mm -hmm. I, I, that that need is done. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I don't have a need to be needed. Mm -hmm. But I think what that question's really trying to get to is, does a man feel that he's got a place? that he's not just a, a fixture around the house and that he really has some value. I think that's really what it's trying to get to. Mm -hmm. So yeah, from that standpoint of, okay, let's go back. One, one of the podcasts we talked about is <clears throat> a lot of today's women have a degree, have a six figure or a higher seven figure income. They've already got their own house. They got their own car. Mm -hmm. They got their own investments. So very often a guy can feel like, what does she need me for? You right. know, now again, assuming that she's in a heterosexual relationship and she's following God, that's all given mm -hmm. in that framework. Mm -hmm. So there would be a need for him. But in that particular case, if you've got someone who is so well developed on their own, a guy can try to, you know, he, he's, he's looking for a place. So mm -hmm. if that's what that question is really trying to get to, in that context, yes, he loves to feel needed. Now, does that mean that he lives off of her? No, I don't think it's saying that at all. No. Mm -mm. Okay. So hopefully, does that answer your question? That does. That does. Cool. Okay. <clears throat> we love it when you appreciate us. Yeah. Yeah, I would say so. Show some appreciation. In what ways? I mean, you, you got to help these guys out so they'll know. Um, what is it that they appreciate about their wives appreciating them about? So it's like, oh, I didn't need that. Okay, you know? so. Okay, let's think. <laughs> okay, uh, if I had to give an example of, you know, some guys, they say, okay, look, they, they really are a good provider. They really are trying to do the best they can. If Okay, say that they're raising kids. Where, you know, maybe... They are really trying to t spend time with the kids, mm -hmm. take the load off the mother, trying to do that. Or maybe they're trying to learn a new skill. Maybe they're trying to go back to school. Maybe they're trying to, you know, all of that, just even just the little things mm -hmm. that if she appreciates, you know, it's like, okay, maybe she'd been on him about he drops his underwear in the middle of the floor. <laughs> 
I don't. Okay, so everybody want to be clear. No, <laughs> but not. some guys, you know, they just dropped their socks and they drop, you know, their messy Marvins, hopefully, mm-hmm. you know, or Melvins or you know whoever, <laughs> you know. And he he made an effort to at least he put his socks in the in the dirty clothes hamper. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying give him a gold star for it, but that kind of appreciation, you know, just or just whatever. It depends on how small it is or how big it is. Right. But yeah. Now, does that mean you want kudos every time? Because then now it feels like eh, that's disingenuous, you know. Okay. Okay. I mean, that makes sense. I mean, I know in the beginning of our relationship, I was, you know, dealing with a lot of negativity in my family. So (coughs) you wanted to. Oh, wow. See see how he's doing? (laughs) He says, could you just be, could you just give me some compliments sometime? And I'm like. I think that's what I'm doing. But oh yeah, as right as he said that, I think internally I started thinking about that. So yeah. I'm probably I, I shouldn't say probably I am one of his biggest encouragers and yeah. telling sure. him how much I appreciate him over the years. Right. All right. So f- since we brought that up, for the backstory for our audience, is you did have such a negative event and was so critical. Even if you had the intent of, hey, I'm just trying to help somebody get better, mm-hmm. it came across negatively. And you had other people even tell you, it's like, wow, yeah, you know, is there anything positive? And there was even times I would even ask, you, said, did you have any fun in your childhood? But your family of origin, mm-hmm. you focused so much. It's like, man, okay, that was a negative event. That was a negative event. As you were just rehearsing history and begin to say, did anything fun ever happen? And you're like, oh, yeah. And then I think that's what helped you say, well, wait, whoa, wait a minute. And then plus the Lord, too. Right. We're saying, right. hey, you know, there's this, you know, here's something you really need to work on. Yeah, that's true. I, I, I think it's just, it's it's on both sides of my family. Both right. mom and dad both just had, I guess, the family of origin. Yeah, family of origin. Because so. they're family of origin. Right. Right. And then also I had to learn how to accept a compliment. True. I didn't grow up with all the compliments. Even sometimes I got it, you know. Um, I picked up pretty early. Sometimes I could tell when people were trying to manipulate you. Mm-hmm. You know the whole flattery piece. Something I use that term disingenuous. You know they were um, weren't authentic. There's some inauthenticity going on with it. So mm-hmm. I was always suspicious. It's like, okay, what do you want from me? Right. Okay. Do you really mean this, or you just kind of saying that? Mm-hmm. And then we learned. Okay. Cool. We did. I, I don't have anything else. But can, is there anything that you want to share in these last few minutes that you want to share to the 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 men and you know the younger men? You know, as they say, the older should teach the younger. Is there anything you want to give them in regards to mm-hmm. how they should be talking to their wives, or what they ex- what they kind of expect from in a relationship? Um. <clears throat> actually a couple of things one is it's a lifelong process you have to make an effort to to learn how to communicate and communicate effectively it's something we just keep we keep working on we talk about some of the tools of love maps by dr um, john godman mm-hmm. you know there's communication tools there's different things but the one thing i do want to leave is um one of my mentors before i got married is he shared with me he said his pastor told him, he says, <clears throat> the best gift you can give your spouse is a total commitment to Christ. Mm-hmm. So for those of you who are Christ followers, 
that absolutely does make a difference that if you personally are making a total commitment to follow the biblical principles, to mm-hmm. follow the word, to, to be closer and follow Jesus, that it absolutely is the best gift you can give your spouse because that affects everything else in life. It deals with the selfishness we all have. That deals with insecurities we all have. You know, those kind of things there. And just, I think we even talked about it in one of the podcasts, is see your spouse as your teammate, not as your enemy. You know, so, does that help? That helps. That does. I, I, I just appreciate that, you know, my husband was willing to share these tidbits because somebody out there needs this. Yeah, that's true. You know, yeah. it's just, and if anything, it just keeps sharpening our relationship. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. can we go cuddle? <laughs> <laughs> we can cuddle, yes. No, we, can, we can cuddle. And, and whenever you, I mean, we're in the winter season, I, I so. Oh, yeah, it's cold outside. Yeah, it's cold. <laughs> A non-sexual touch, right? Mm-hmm. Correct, correct. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, you can tell we like having fun because mm-hmm. Mary Hart does really good like a medicine. Yes. All right, so that's it. I think we can call this a wrap yep. on this. So until next time, this is Michael. And Sherry. Peace. Thank you for tuning in to Happily Married in Love. For more information, check us on multiple platforms such as Anchor FM, Spotify, and Google Podcast. Also, check us out on Instagram at Happily Married in Love.